Hey leaders, thanks for listening to our podcast. So whether you've had a great year and you're looking forward to that momentum taking you into next year, or you haven't had a great year and you're not exactly sure why, mapping out your direction for next year is super important. And obviously we call that strategic planning. Sometimes though, asking yourself the questions to reflect on what happened last year and then what you want to do next year can be really hard. So we created an assessment at compassleadership.coach called the Momentum Map. So if you just go to our website and look for the Momentum map button, you can click on that and get started right away, clarifying where you were last year and what you want to do next year. It's super simple and super easy and gets you moving in the direction that you need to go with clarity. We'll even send you a personalized plan to help you next quarter. So check out compassleadership.coach or click on the link in the description. And now on with the show. Hey everyone, welcome to Real Construction Talk. I'm your host, Jeremy Yoder from Compass Leadership, and we're glad that uh, you're joining us today Um, and a a special day, uh, a a really special guest here. This is John Stearns. And and John, tell us a little bit about what you do and who you work with. Yeah, thanks, Jeremy. Um, Like you said, my name is John Stearns. I'm the Executive Vice President at ConstructionPeril.com, and All we do is pay contractors. So we work with construction companies to uh, pay their employees and then file their taxes after Mm -hmm. those payments have been made. So, yeah, we help keep the workforce uh, with money in their bank and keep them happy. Yeah. Well, the whole tax side of things, too, man, that sounds like a... Obviously, that could be such a, a difficult thing to navigate. So taking that off of owners and leaders plates, man, that's great. Pretty awesome. Yeah, we we uh, we like to say that uh, construction workers shouldn't be tax experts. So that's yeah. where we come in. That's that's <laughs> awesome, man. Well, yeah. well, today I'd love to. We're going to talk about leadership. Hello, <laughs> that's yep. what we do a lot here at Real Construction Talk. We talk about real issues that are that are happening in the field that we see. Um, we want to be a catalyst for to help change, um, and it usually starts with us. Um, it usually starts with the leader recognizing that I, I need to lead well and starts with leading yourself well. Um, but John, over the years and in, in being around the, the trades and, and working yeah. with owners and leaders and, um, and and being a leader yourself in your own company there um, as vice president, what are some of the things that you've learned over the years uh, in, when it comes to leadership? Give me some things that have um, that you've, that you've grown into. Yeah. Well, first make sure you look behind you to see if anybody's following you. That's the first thing. <laughs> That's good. I think a lot of people assume that they might just be a leader, but you know, they haven't put in the work to, um, mm. take care of the people that are following them. So that's the first thing just wow. on a, just off the cuff. Um, but you know, I think it's caring for the people that are following you. Um, I see that in two, two areas and they're both around communication. Um, and Henry cloud's a hero of mine and he wrote a book called the speed of trust. And in that book, the speed of trust, he talks about, um, predictability breeds trust. Hmm. So if the people you're leading are able to predict how you're going to respond to them when they bring things to you. Um, And a lot of times in construction, it's bad news. 
<laughs> something went wrong so on the true, job man. site. Someone right. got hurt, someone, something. And so I think as a leader, you have to be able to um, kind of check yourself as you're receiving that news and provide a predictable environment. Right. Otherwise, I think what tends to happen is that the people around you just stop bringing things to you because they know that you're going to react. They know that you're going to explode. They know that it's going to create emotion in you. And as a business owner, as a leader who's responsible for stuff in the business, like bad news, although you might not like to hear it, it's your best friend because it helps you address problems before they become bigger problems. Right. Wow. So good, John. Like one of the things that we've talked about in an earlier podcast was that uh, leaders sometimes have the propensity to shoot the messenger (laughs) when they come in with uh, whatever it might be. And as a leader, uh, first of all, to get that feedback from your team is difficult. Uh, mm-hmm. But it's good. It, this is good feedback to have when somebody says to you, hey, man, we don't come to you because you shoot the messenger. Whoa, take that. Take that as a good thing to understand. And now you can yeah. deal with that. Now you can take some time to go. Why do I do this? I don't mean to do that. I don't want to. It's just it's upsetting, <laughs> especially when the yeah. guy ran in through a, a, a garage door again <laughs> for the third time or whatever. Um <laughs> What are some of the ways um, that that Jen through through even your uh, experience as a leader? What are ways that you've been able to um, respond well when hard information comes your way? Yeah, um, I'm not perfect at it. No one is. <laughs> Who is? But right? one of the ways is to seek to understand first. <laughs> before being understood. Um, It has to do with empathetic listening. Like before you jump in and assume that you know what the person's going to say or assume that you have the answer or assume X, Y, Z, seek to understand them Hmm. before you jump into being understood. That's, and it, it takes work. It takes um, discipline. Um, it takes, I've seen some people that they can just do it naturally. And I'm like, (laughs) I want to be you (laughs) because I'm, I'm more of a, of a reactive charismatic personality myself. Mm -hmm. So I've had to learn how to pull that back a little bit, um, for the people that I'm leading because they, not everybody, um, can handle that. And so you really just have to pause. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go there real quick. Um, my father, (laughs) here we go. Here we go. I remember growing up, my dad, very, being very reactive, small engine shop, hard worker. Um, and was, you know, if I did something that he said not to do, it was below the top, just why are you doing what you're doing? You know, blah, blah, blah. And I remember as a a kid, I probably had to be 10 or something like that. I'm at church and I got, I got, I got cut. And one of the guys was at the church was giving me a bandaid and I pull it. He says, don't pull off the tabs. As he's saying that I'm pulling off the tabs 
of the of the band-aid <laughs> and i'm like oh crap he's gonna yell at me first thought and i'm like bracing yeah. for the yell and he goes well, uh, well okay well let's just kind of and he gave me this real soft kind of response and i yeah. it through i'm st i still talk about it because yeah. his response wasn't a normal response and i love my dad don't get me wrong my dad and i have a great relationship even still to today um it just turned 74 yesterday by the way hi dad wow. if you're listening <laughs> and we've had to work through some of that stuff and you know yeah. you'd say i was in a, in a good not in a good space for some of my life you know but i realized that different people can have different uh ways of responding when when things yeah. happen especially when they say hey don't do that so as a foreman on a job yeah and you've told the guys hey this is what's happening this is where we're going you're trying to be a good leader you're standing there and you're seeing it all happen you take a quick break to go work on something and come back and it's a mess or it's wrong or mm -hmm. it's not laid out right, or whatever the thing may be, to to take inventory and stop and try to understand first, like you were saying, John, I love it. But in that situation, is there a, do you count to 10? <laughs> how, how do you catch yourself? How do you catch yourself in the moment? Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I just think it takes practice. There has to be a, totally. there has to be a mental shift in the individual too. Like, I'm glad you shared that story about your dad because, um, you know, my brother, we're a family owned second generation company and wow. Um, my brother in the past, you know, he would uh, react. He's our CEO. Um, when we worked together very early on in doing sales, you know, he's very passionate. And um, totally. But what's interesting is that he went through a very cool transformation in his life where um, there was some addiction and some substance stuff that he was dealing with. And he got sober and he's been sober for eight years. And uh -huh. his story is incredible. And we, we actually want to help the workforce with things like substance abuse because it's just it's it runs rampant in this industry. But what's cool is to see how he changed the way that he responds um, because of the transformation that he's been through. For example, we had a client in our early days of launching uh, constructionperil.com where it was a it was a pretty intense situation and I was running the product at the time and there was an error that was made um, on the payroll. This is like way when we launched it. Hmm. And it was a I was in the middle of an emergency. I was with a client, they were upset. My brother was seeing the correspondence that was going on back and forth via email and he just called me and said, Hey, are you okay? Like he, wow. he looked, he looked at me first and saw that like, yeah, I know we got a problem to deal with, but you're more important to me than this problem right now. And just, just asking that question in the middle of the storm helped me get out of fight or flight because I was in fight or flight. I was like, Oh, I got to solve this problem. And he just interrupted that, that, that loop in my brain and asked, are you okay? So I think if people feel seen and safe and heard, we can do anything. Yeah. We can face any problem. That's so 
good, John. I mean, that just takes my mind right to, you know, most people know they messed up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes you have to educate, hey, you know, that's not quite right. You need to go back and fix that or whatever. Um, you can do that with a good heart, thinking of that person yeah. first rather than the situation. Yeah, it might set you back a little bit, but you're going to get through it. It'll be okay. We're in this together. And but when somebody recognizes that they've already messed up and they already need to go fix it, the last thing they probably need to hear is you screwed up. Yeah, go, go. They know this, right? Yeah. But starting with that simple, hey, you okay? I yeah. mean, hey, we got this. An encouraging, care, caregiven comment over stating the obvious, there's a mind shift shift a mindset yeah. shift uh, of Absolutely. Uh, i care about you it's going to be all right we'll get through this yeah because what happens on the other side if you don't do that so what if your brother had said hey man make sure you take care of this and get this taken care of all right <laughs> yeah i i probably would have walked into that conversation with the client way more stressed there you go yeah. Which then leads to who knows what it mean. Negativity leads to negativity. Positivity yep. leads to positivity. And, and that customer is still a customer today. Uh, there you go. Wow. You know what I mean? So because we handled that situation with care, we didn't lose them. Right. Hmm. So, so good, man. So good. John, you mentioned something about um, really wanting to help um, leaders and, and construction workers um, with substance abuse and um, and things like that. Tell me more about what you guys are, are doing there. Yeah. Um, the, the data around the construction industry and things like um, mental health and substance abuse and even interpersonal relationships. Um, in the construction field, I think because the jobs are so hard, people are looking for more relief and they look to things that can create problems in their life, drugs, alcohol, substances, Absolutely. whatever. So because of that, our family, and really it's, it's been Josh's, like uh, his baby is to launch a nonprofit called CP Life Services. And what that is, is it's a non-for-profit to care for the employees that are paid through our software. Wow. So it's kind of revolutionary in that, like we're offering free chaplain services starting in 2024 for anyone that's paid through our product. They'll be able to go into their employee portal, not only look at their pay stub, but they're going to see something over on the left that says CP Life Services and they can click on it and it'll take them to a resource where they could get 24 seven chaplain services at no cost to them. Wow. So lots of a family member, um, yeah. divorce, um, struggling with alcohol, struggling with dr drugs, struggling with other addictions. They're going to have someone to talk to and it's completely anonymous. Um, so we want to care like our goal for in seven years, we just established this yesterday is that we would positively impact and improve the lives of over 1 million contractors through constructionparallel.com. Wow. That is a vision I can get behind, man. I love it. Yeah. Super yeah. great. 
So if you're listening to this podcast and um, and you're like, man, I, that sounds amazing. You know, we're we're a group of people here, and and this is why we started this podcast because we want to make cultural difference. We want to we want to make cultural impact, and part of that in the construction industry is to really help leaders and help um, now even workers, obviously, like John is talking about here. Um, become better people and you do that by by getting help honestly and so man love it love it love it so if you're listening to this podcast please go check out accubuild and uh, constructionpayroll.com give us some more information how else can we get a hold of you guys over there yeah, there's a lot of clear information on the website. If you go to constructionapparel.com, you know, if you are interested in taking a look at our product, if you need help paying your employees and taxes, um, click book a demo and I'll walk you through that of what that looks like. And um, yeah, it's, we've been doing it for over 35 years. So yeah. like I said, second generation company, we know the construction space and that's what we specialize in. And we'd be happy to, to help anybody out. No company's too small either. Um, I think our, our smallest client right now has two employees that they pay through our product. So (laughs) that's, that's great. Well, I believe in these guys, y'all, you need to go check them out. Um, and if nothing else, man, um, to hear what they're doing, uh, behind the scenes, you can hear the heart for how they want to help the industry. So super grateful for you to be on with us today, John, and I'd love to follow up again in the next few months here and, and do another one with you and maybe see what's going on in the landscape of the industry a little bit more. We'll be talking about that as we go and, um, supplying some, some help and some, some, some thoughts to take leaders to the next level. And we, we don't know what's coming in the future with no crystal balls here, but like we see it as we see it and, and we want to help people, um, navigate, help leaders navigate what, uh, what we see coming to. So thank I love you, it. Thanks for having, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. My pleasure. So guys, thanks for being a part of our Real Construction Talk podcast today. Um, you can visit us at compassleadership.coach. And um, that is our, our main sponsor. But thank you again for being here, John, and hope to see you all soon. Keep four on the floor. See you guys later. Take care.